What's up, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz. Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Today is episode number 110, and in today's show, I'm answering a listener question. I'm talking about 30-day fitness challenges, fitness challenges in general, why they work, what I like about them, and what I don't like about them, and how you should program your workouts and the different considerations you should have when coming up with a workout program in the future. If you're interested in working with me personally as a coach, client-to-coach relationship where we can talk all the time, I'll write you custom programs, custom nutrition breakdowns, and we'll accomplish your goals step-by-step how I would do it, just go to triplefpodcast.com slash products. And there, there is an application for the online coaching service. Hit me up there, and we'll see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Also, if you have a question you want answered on the podcast, just go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact and leave your question there. I will answer it on the show. Um, Really excited about this next couple weeks of shows. Have a couple more interviews coming your ways. So far, the interviews have been received very well. I hope you guys enjoyed Maggie Thorne and Walter Pitchford and Sal DiStefano. Um, I have a guy named Justin Andrews. On, on Monday and a guy named Zach Evanesh on the next Monday. So I have a lot lined up and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show though, going solo today and answering a listener question. This is episode number 110 of the Triple F Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast, the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, and today is a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. Today, I get to talk all about training. I get to talk about workouts. I get to talk about what you guys want to hear because I'm answering a listener question today. I'm answering a listener question about 30-day fitness challenges. So the question is pretty basic, just saying what are your thoughts on 30-day fitness challenges, like 30-day to 100 push-ups, uh, 30 days to 20 pull-ups, 30 days to longer plank, these kind of things, right? And that doesn't have to be 30 days. it just be, in general, fitness challenges, increasing a certain exercise reps, weight, or time that you're doing. What do I think about this? And I'm going to get into that in today's show. So if you like the show, be sure to review the show on Uh, iTunes and subscribe to it so you get these episodes downloaded, have more interviews coming your way, more great solo episodes as well, and answering listener questions as I get them. So, what's my thoughts on this, huh? Well, I'll kind of break this topic down by three different sections. The good, so why they work, what I like about them, the bad, what doesn't work about them, and what I don't like, and then my opinion. So I'll kind of round it out with what I think you should consider as far as your programming is concerned, your mindset, and these different uh, these different challenges. So basically, to jump right in, the good about these challenges is that they work, right? They do work. Um, 
you can easily increase the amount of push-ups you can do. You can easily increase the amount of pull-ups you can do. You can easily increase the long plank you can hold or you know, maybe a certain weight in an exercise. You can boost your bench press in 30 days. You can do these different things, and they're going to work. The question is, why do they work? And is the way that they work healthy for you, right? And is it actually to your best benefit? And that's the question we need to answer. So why they work is basically four four things that I can break it down to. Number one is specificity, which means you're focusing in on one thing specifically, right? If I wanted to get, if I was a baseball player and I wanted to get really good at pitching, I would dedicate the most amount of time to pitching, right? I would be specific with my training. I wouldn't practice hitting, catching, base running, fielding grounders, uh, doing all these different things. If I was a pitcher, I would practicing, I would practice the pitch, right? If I was that pitcher and I wanted to get good at a curveball, I wouldn't practice the fastball, the changeup, the slider, and the curveball, I would just practice the curveball, right? That's one reason why these challenges will work. In 30 days, if you want to get to 20 pull-ups, work on your pull-ups, right? Be specific with your training. That's one thing that these challenges are accomplishing, which is one reason why they work. Another reason why these challenges will work um, and why you can actually see results in these kind of fitness challenges is the frequency of your training. Um, This could basically be as simple as you're doing push-ups every day, whereas before you did push-ups once a week, or you just would hang from the bar because you can't do any pull-ups. Now you're doing negative pull-ups three times a week, right? You're increasing the frequency of the amount of times you're doing something, and that's going to create, one, it's going to create a muscular response, that frequency. I talked about this a lot on my interview with um, Mind Pump Sal, Sal Stefano about the power of frequency. Also, though, it's going to actually help you feel more confident in the movement. So if you're used to only doing, say, a plank once in a while, once every month, once every two weeks, once every week, and you increase that to every single day, not only are your muscles going to start firing because you are giving them that signal, but you're also going to get more efficient at that movement because your central nervous system, your mind is going to have to adapt to that stimulus that you're throwing at it every day, right? It's going to want to get good at the things that you're giving it the frequency of, right? It's going to want to adapt. It's going to want to get efficient so it's not using too much energy on this thing that's becoming a regular thing in your day. And that's why frequency is powerful. And that's one reason why these challenges will work is you're doing them all the time. Another reason why they work is the volume. This is reason number three, is that you're just increasing the amount of reps you're doing in something, right? If you're doing 20 push-ups once a week and you increase that to 60 push-ups once a week or 600 push-ups once a week, you're going to get better at that, whether it's just more efficient with your central nervous system or maybe your actual muscles are getting stronger. Either way, you're doing it more, right? It's the same concept. Say I'm shooting a basketball. If I shoot 10 times in the week, or 10,000 times, which one is going to yield better results? Well, it's going to be the more practice, right? You're practicing the movement more. You're doing it specific, so you're practicing that movement. You are doing it frequently. You're practicing it all the time, and you're doing it a lot, so you're practicing that movement in large quantities. 
That's why these things work. They utilize, which is, I guess, number four is slow changes over time. So it's making little incremental changes, only doing it all the time over this 30 days that are going to make the difference. So if you can do 20 push-ups in 30 days, you add a push-up a day, you'll you know boost it up to 50, right? That's just the way it works. And it's just utilizing all these different things I talked about, specificity, frequency, volume, and these slow changes. What I like about 30-day fitness challenges, why they're good, why I don't hate them like some people do and some people rag on them is that they get your butt off the couch, right? They get your butt off the couch. For someone who isn't used to training, for someone who typically doesn't train unless they have a goal to get to, someone who has trouble maintaining motivation, something like this is gonna really help you. It's gonna get you off the couch. It's gonna get you moving. It's gonna give you a goal. It's gonna keep you motivated. It's gonna get you in the gym. It's gonna get you working. It's gonna get you moving. It's very powerful that way, right? Because it's gonna just get you moving, that's a good thing, I think. No matter what your strength and performance goal is, no matter if you want to be lean, muscular, be able to be really strong, relative strength, run a race, whatever it is, you got to get your butt off the couch to do it, right? And this is a good way to get into that. So I think one audience that the 30-Day Fitness Challenges are really popular in is people who maybe want to have a certain amount of strength or endurance, and they maybe you know, they don't have the motivation to work for a long time just with little goals and they want to just wipe it out, right? They want to crush a goal and they want to get into training that way. So it's that audience that maybe doesn't train all the time, maybe shouldn't train as, or does, maybe doesn't train as much as they should, uh, but they want to get into it. And this is a good way to get them off their butt and do that, right? That's what I like about these and that's why they work. Now let's talk about the bad. So I'm splitting these into two sections and hopefully you don't think I lean one way or the other before you hear my opinion on this, but I am gonna talk about right now what I don't like about 30-day fitness challenges, seven-day fitness challenges, six-month fitness challenges, whatever it is, this is what I don't like. These are specifically, I'm talking about ones where you're focused on an exercise, right? Like the question stated, 30 days to more pull-ups, more push-ups, longer plank, more squats, these different things. The first thing I don't like is that they don't really take movement quality into consideration, right? You're focused on increasing the time, you're focused on increasing the reps or the weight, and you're not necessarily focused on increasing the quality of each rep or the activation of the muscles, right? Not on, you're not really focused on that connection to the muscles if you're getting every little drop of effectiveness out of that exercise you're more just focused on getting your rep number getting your weight number utilizing progressive overload and doing it over and over and over and this is fine right that's how you improve and i talked about how it works but it's bad because some people aren't going to be able to move properly if you do a pull-up if you're trying to get to 20 pull-ups but your one pull-up looks like you know it's well i'm not going to say what it looks like but maybe like your one pull-up you're not activating your back properly. Or maybe with your one pull-up, you, you know, you're dropping your shoulder, your shoulder girdle in and out of place, which is gonna cause shoulder injury. Maybe you swing too much on your pull-up. Maybe if you're doing a plank, your back is sagging too much. Maybe your ribs are flared up. Maybe, maybe you're not tight in your legs and your shoulders and your arms and your grip and your butt. You're not squeezing everything. You're not increasing the tension. If you're not focused on the quality of your reps, it's going to be 
not that useful to increase reps and weight, right? And this is a big problem with these fitness challenges is that you're not focused on the quality of reps. I talk about progressive overload a lot as a principle and that's something it's you know, something people should focus on in their workouts, getting stronger, more reps, more weight, more time over time. But one way of progressive overload is just doing the rep better, right? If you do a push up um, down halfway and then back up, doing one push up all the way down and back up is progressive overload. You might still only be doing one rep and you might have no weight on your back, but you are increasing the effectiveness of the exercises, you're increasing the difficulty, you're just increasing that range of motion. So there's a way to actually get stronger and more efficient at movements without necessarily doing more reps or more weight over a certain period of time. So be sure you're not ignoring that movement quality. Another reason I don't like 30-day fitness challenges is you can develop imbalances or overuse injuries. So this is basically for the person who's only doing the 30-day fitness challenge. If you're only doing a push-up challenge, trying to increase up to 100 push-ups, and you're just doing push-ups all the time, frequently, with high volume, you might develop some kind of shoulder issues, elbow issues, just from using them so much. And if you're not training the rest of your body, if you're not training the back of your shoulder, for example, doing face pulls, band pull-aparts, rows, these kind of things, if you're not doing that, Uh, You might develop some shoulder imbalances from pressing so much, right? It's the same as weightlifting, just at a more body weight kind of scale. So you need to be aware of that as well. Sometimes, though, people will add these 30-day challenges onto another program. I've done this before. When I was younger, I wanted to do 100 push-ups because for some reason that's sexy, right? And uh, I just was already doing a workout program. I threw the 100 push-up challenge right on there, and uh, it ended up getting kind of some injuries and just, uh, you know, not really accomplishing either goal well, right? So I'm big into actually focusing on the goal, but keeping a balanced body. And if you just add on some kind of challenge on your workout, that might be overtraining. You need to be careful with that. Uh, the biggest thing though, what, uh, what doesn't work about these or the biggest thing I don't like, these are all things, right? Movement quality, connection of muscles, imbalances, overtraining. Those are all factors. But my biggest thing is that what are you accomplishing, right? And why are you accomplishing it? That's what you need to ask yourself because the big thing that I don't like about these is that your goal for a lot of reps or your goal for a lot of time or your goal for maybe heavyweight will do more than a lot of reps, but specifically for bodyweight exercise, what does 100 push-ups get you, right? If you can already do 50, if you can already do 60, what good to your body does it do to be able to do 100, right? except for push-up competitions, right? Um, What good does it do you? What does the goal for a lot of reps or a lot of weight or a lot of time do you? And you need to answer this and you need to really examine if they're actually effective because maybe doing a plank for any time over 30 seconds or a minute is actually not that useful, right? If you learn to brace your core hard and you can really keep that tension and your movement quality is picture perfect for 30 seconds, that's about as long as you're going to need to do that in real life. So how about you add some extra things to make it more difficult, right? Instead of holding a plank for five minutes, maybe you hold a plank and start moving things around with your arms and keeping yourself stable. Maybe you lift a leg up in the air and do a plank on three different points of contact. Maybe you're reaching forward as you're doing your plank over and over again. So you're just creating more instability. Maybe you do a plank with your elbows on a 
on an exercise ball. You know, you have different ways to make it harder without actually adding more reps. If you're doing push-ups, instead of trying to do 100 reps for the sake of doing 100 reps, how about once you can do 40, you throw a weighted vest on with 25 pounds and see how many you can do while improving that movement quality and making sure every rep is picture perfect. If you can get up to doing 40 with 25 pounds on you, you're going to be in a way better place than you're going to be if you just learn to do 100. And not only that, but your relative strength is actually going to skyrocket because if you can do if you can do 50 push-ups with 50 pounds on your back, I guarantee you, you have the strength to do 100 push-ups with just your body weight. Weighted pull-ups is a good example of this. If you wanted to do 20 pull-ups, the best way to get there is going to be to strap some weight on you and do sets of four, six, or eight with extra weight and get really strong in that movement. You're going to get efficient. You're going to have good quality reps. You're going to be really strong moving through that and your body is going to feel like nothing. This is partly a neural trick. This is partly just getting strong in that movement. So working on endurance, working on muscular endurance for the sake of muscular endurance doesn't do you a lot of good when compared to other methods of training. And that's what I don't like mainly about these fitness challenges. So what's my opinion, right? I shot you some good. I shot you some bad. I talked smack about them. I praised them a little bit. So what's my opinion overall on 30-day fitness challenges? Well, number one is that they work, right? They do work. You are going to increase your push-ups. You are going to increase your pull-ups or your planks. They're going to work because of the things I went over, specificity, frequency, and volume, and these slow changes over time. That's the key to to improvement okay and they work my favorite ones i guess are like grease the groove which basically means do a few reps through many times throughout the day and you get more overall reps in every day so if you can do 20 push-ups you do 10 10 times a day you're going to end up doing 100 instead of just 20 that's one of my favorites the recon pull-up program is a specific program that's really good for increasing reps um, or you know just adding a small amount of time or reps every session and you do it every day so hold the plank for 30 seconds today 32 seconds tomorrow 34 the next day 36 the next day and just keep on increasing now these are good also i think you should do 30-day fitness challenges if you you really need to get those reps, right? Do you have a specific goal, maybe a bucket list item, and that's fine. Do you have that goal of, I, I want to do 100 push-ups at age 50 or something like that? If you have that goal, go ahead and do a 30-day fitness challenge. Really focus in on that specific exercise. Dial in the frequency, dial in the volume, and make those changes over time. If you have a contest or military uh you know, requirements you have to do, go ahead and do it. Increase that because you need to get good at that thing, right? Be specific. If you want to switch up your training just so you're not bored, go for it, right? If you want to throw in a fitness challenge on top of your normal workout and dial back the rest of your training just because you think it'd be really fun to be good at pull-ups, go ahead, right? If it gets you in the gym and if it gets you going, do it. However, you need to be conscious of the things I talked about. You need to have a balanced program to get stronger, leaner, better relative strength, and do this all over time, right? You need to be patient. 30-day fitness challenges are playing. The reason they're popular, the reason they get a lot of hits is that they're playing on the impatientness of our society, right? The microwave society. You want to be able to do your goal in 30 days, and they're able to accomplish that through the things I talked about. However, you're probably better off just being patient and, you know, maybe 
working on that exercise, but doing it in a balanced program. Start, you know, your balanced program is going to start with increasing that connection from your mind to your muscles, going to increase that mobility. You're going to get full ranges of motion. You're going to achieve some basic strength, very high quality reps, quality movement, and then focus on progressive overload, whether that's making your reps even better, or maybe that's adding weight, or maybe that's adding reps, or maybe that's adding time and retention. There's lots of ways to do progressive overload and just increasing reps doesn't have to be the only way, but I'm okay with that as long as you are building a balanced program. So be patient, build a balanced program, and be sure you're focusing on these other things I talked about. These 30-day fitness challenges, like I'm not going to say don't do them because they're not going to hurt you. If you have the goal of 100 push-ups, 20 pull-ups, you know, five-minute plank, whatever it is, but a more calculated, longer-term training program is going to be way better for you, and you're going to see way more results, right? Don't think of your fitness goals so much in the micro-perspectives, of I want to do 100 push-ups by by uh, Christmas. Think of it in longer-term perspectives, like I want to have more energy next year than last year. I want to, you know, be more strong relatively in two years, or I want to, you know, be able to do. Maybe you have certain exercise goals. I want to be able to squat 400 pounds do 100 push-ups, and run a mile in six minutes, you know, by 2018's end. You need these more longer-term macro goals, and then you can start breaking them down. If you focus too much on these short-term goals, you might develop imbalances, and you might not actually be helping yourself develop a habit to stay fit and active. These are the different things you need to consider, and that's my opinion on 30-day fitness challenges, is that they're fine, but you need to consider everything, right? Don't just jump into them because you have a goal of reps. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself if it's the best thing for your fitness, for your health, and then whatever the answer is, neither one is wrong, and that's my opinion. If you have the goal of more reps, if you have the goal to do 100 push-ups or five-minute plank, and you really want that, and that's what's going to get your butt off the couch, do it. Don't you know, don't second guess yourself. If though you just want to do it for the sake of doing it and you think hundred pushups is going to help you don't necessarily fall into that marketing trap either because a balanced body, a healthy body and longer term training goals with a balanced program is going to be way more effective over time than a 30 day fitness challenge ever will be. That's my opinion. Workout Wednesday. Hopefully I really uh, was able to express how I feel about 30-day fitness challenges, and you guys kind of got the gist of it, about the things you need to consider, the good, the bad, the ugly, the considerations that you must have if you're going to start doing something like this. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and I was answering a listener question today. If you have one, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact to check out coaching, triplefpodcast.com slash products, and uh, I thank you for your time, and I thank you for listening to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. That's episode 110, everyone. I'll See you guys on Friday. Have a great week. Um, We're already into October. It's crazy. And I thank you guys for the growth of the show over time. You guys are awesome. And I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.